Coming up this week, more lawsuits over the short-term rental ban, and Disney answers some of our questions about the new parking structure. Plus, later, Nancy has some touring tips for the older members of your family. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 603, for the week of August 21st, 2016. The Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jo Willie. Hello! Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho there! And the prodigal son, Tony Spatel. Hello, my children. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom's our fatted calf. What? <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from there. You, you have to go into the Bible. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mary Jo, did you wave as you... Oh, no, you didn't go by me. You went the, the other route to Sequoia, right? Well, even if... I, right, you're right, because I didn't take the 180 up. Yeah, I went yeah. the 198, you, yeah, the southern Mary, route. Mary Jo was kind of in my neighborhood, but a little Not south a little south of me. I took the detour to the mountains Yes, you, you did, you did. And Michael was also traveling a lot this week. Yeah, we were at Disneyland. And I, and I would just like to apologize that I may have exaggerated the story that me and three of my friends were held at knife point on Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> on swords. Uh, actually, it was more I, I tripped as I was taking flash photography. Right. But Captain Hook did shake his hook menacingly in my direction. Yes, right. <laughs> Where are you at this week, Tony? Thanks. Wait, I had to think. I'm in Asheville, North Carolina. Wow. I had to think. Nice. Yeah, I, yeah, they're all, it's sure. all, it's all. It's all running together. Since I, we last we spoke, I've been, in the, I've been in Merced, been in Brooklyn, Texas, cool. Othello, Washington, okay. uh, missing some places, Garland, Texas. Um, it's been two weeks. I'm sure I've been in South Carolina, North Carolina, and places I, I don't remember. But yes, that's, that's where I'm, I'm in the South a lot. Jet setter. Jet setter yes, to the is. South. Oh, and then I had the whole Delta where the entire day was um, done. Like, you guys remember with, with the computers and everything. I was involved oh, in that. Oh, right, right. But, uh, so I bought a flight that morning, and my flight, or else I wouldn't have made it to where I needed to go. But you know what? If you have status, they gave you 20,000 miles and 200 bucks. Ooh, that was nice. pretty nice. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But yeah. they were apologizing. Sweet. Um, hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. If you want to listen live, we stream every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Pacific or thereabouts. Um, head to Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com. Look for us and listen live. Um, also, be sure to check out the rest of the Diz Unplugged family of podcasts. Every Monday, you can hear the Dreams Unlimited Travel Show. Live on Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, you can hear the Orlando Show. Uh, and then, of course, Thursday at 10 a.m. is the Universal Edition, uh, Friday-ish, the uh, Diz Pop Show. And then every morning fr- at 9 a.m. Pacific, the Daily Fix, your quick look at the day's Disney news. 
Um, I'm just looking at chat and seeing what's going on in there. Okay, cool. I was going to ask Michael if, since he and Carol were in the parks, uh, yeah. you were in the parks on Friday, right? Yes. Yeah, did you take advantage of the, the photo pass day? You know, it just celebration. Sounded, it sounded more trouble than it was worth. Mm-hmm. So no. Okay, I just was <laughs> curious to see if it was anything that lived up to the vague hype they put on the blog. No, I mean you had to run around and get a photo, uh, get find a photo pass photographer in five different places and get your photos. One of them had to be, and and, and like one had to be in front of a in California Adventure at. California screaming. So I'm not walking all the way there in that heat. And then the yeah. other one, and then one had to be in front of one of the um, 60th anniversary backdrops. Mm-hmm. And then the others could just be at any other photo pass location. They all had to be different. And uh, anyway, and then they had a different one also at Disneyland. I didn't even know what that was. We didn't inquire, but they, they were not really pushing it. Um, well, and it was, it was really vague on the, on the, on the parks blog because they, yeah. S- Talked about all the fun stuff and the characters at at Walt Disney World, and then mentioned that it was happening at Disneyland, but no details. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 was. I think it was a lot of really nothing. But you did get a free photo. Yeah, you know, yeah. so that was nice. But we took a lot of photo passes, but we didn't do it in there. Well, and we you have the not- annual pass, mm-hmm. so you get the, the free da- digital downloads, right? Um, Carol's pass does. My premiere pass. Um doesn't have it yet it was too old really okay yeah but um but it expires in a few weeks so then i'll have it but you did a lot of other fun stuff oh did we ever (laughs) so anyway yeah there's your segue okay well one of the things we did is we did the frozen live at the hyperion uh lunch menu so you weren't as cheap as mary joe and i yeah no and i'm sorry nancy and i do do have something to say about that that experience but we had we had lunch at carthay circle Uh me and my wife and our daughter we met uh, uh allison and cole of um spoiled birthday cake surprise fame some of you might remember that from a while back and uh nancy does um she does work for senator hillary clinton keeping her emails and servers secure um but anyway for the frozen lunch menu as usual it was absolutely fantastic what 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 times do they offer for the frozen for the that kind of menu Wait, we oh ours we are at round noon is somebody typing every word i'm saying yeah tony stop it and then, um, it is not and then, and then ah. the show was for Nancy's was for looking the, for a rapid fire. Oh, it was no, actually, the, I'm not. I'm sitting here playing. It was. For, oh, she's playing. Anyway, I it was for the. It was for the four o'clock show. Of okay. Okay. Frozen live at the high okay. period. Gotcha. So the lunch menu act one was called Stone Trolls. It's Norwegian meatballs, baby portobello mushrooms, and lingonberry jam. It was very tasty. There were three of them. Um, presented very nicely. They were little, but it, it, you know, you yes. ate trolls. Was that just the appetizer then, Michael? Yeah, that was Act the, One, as they call it. Okay. Act Two was soup and salad. It was a summer um, yellow tomato soup, absolutely delicious, and uh, mm. Carthay Circle citrus salad. Uh, that was okay. It had. Uh, we made sure there were no grapefruits in it because you know some people can't have that, but. Uh, it it had the um that that you know the the spring leaf mix whatever they call I it I hate that and they all Feel taste greens. bitter to me 
Yeah, they, I don't care for them, but, um, the actual salad itself with radishes, mandarin, oranges, the dressing, excellent, all excellent. Uh, I could have had a big old bowl of that soup, but it, it came in a tiny little, uh, tiny little, almost like a, a I don't know, cappuccino cup <laughs> a little kind of thing. Yeah. And oh, it was fantastic. Um, the main act, as they call it, was the sustainable fish of the day. Uh, and it was halibut that day because that's what I had. A summer peach almond gazpacho. Uh, that was absolutely fantastic. The fish was, was seared perfectly. Uh, it was tender. Uh, it didn't taste fishy. It was absolutely delicious. Um, and then uh, there was the um, roasted breast of chicken, heirloom tomato, avocado with poblana lime vinaigrette. We did not have that one. Uh, and then there was what uh, Carol and our daughter had, the herb crust, uh, herb crusted <laughs> fillet of, uh, sorry, the, my, when I get this tired, my British pronunciation yeah, starts British, slipping. Yes. Um, herb crusted petite fillet of Angus beef, blue cheese, risotto, spinach, and wild mm-hmm. mushrooms. I had a taste. This, and I think I've had this before, but oh my gosh, that, it was excellent. I was still much happier with my um, halibut just because it was a warm day and I liked the, the light um, citrusy um, flavor of the halibut and all that. But so, but Angus, the Angus beef, the risotto was fantastic. Again, I could have had a plate of the risotto. Wasn't that one of the specials during food and wine or something? They had the, the, beef with the risotto it was and i think this is one of their dishes that they rotate seasonally because i know i've had this somewhere before and then dessert was cute Olaf's summer dream vacation two tiny little cream puffs and it has a little um you know milk white chocolate Olaf head on it a couple little chocolate um arms and then he's uh, and then there's the uh like little meringue cookies that looks like he's on like snow or icebergs or something like that. It, it was it was very tasty and not heavy because we didn't want a heavy dessert. So that was excellent, really really good. Then we went into <laughs> your frozen fun thing that uh-huh. you guys did. Yeah, forty nine ninety five. Okay, you were way too kind. About <laughs> this experience. Wow. Okay, so what was the price with with dinner? I'm oh, sorry, with lunch. Ninety nine ninety five. Okay, and you know, so so it was, so it was double and. Basically. Yeah, and okay. but you yeah. know what? Considering how much you would have paid, we would have paid for this right meal. It was worth it, and we did order the um, biscuits, of course, and, and paid for those separately. And you also get a choice of beverage. You know, oh, good. Okay, too. So anyway, but um, you know, forty nine ninety five. That is just highway robbery for that experience. Uh, yeah. When we went in, they had no characters. They have three little photo ops. They should have had characters in every single one of those. The, Olaf wandered in. I don't know where he came from halfway through. He finally decided to show up. I don't know. I guess his union rep told him he had to. And then um, the other two were just nothing. They should have had Kristoff in there with the trolls, and they should have had, I don't know, I don't know who else they could have had in there. Anna and Elsa, really, for that price you're paying. 
and uh, and they should have done sled rides pulled by Sven. Um, <laughs> anyway, I mean, this is just ridiculous, and the Chardonnay is dreadful. It is the worst. You also get the Merlo- I did I not say the Merlot was horrible. So, the, yeah. the Chardonnay was undrinkable, and I am not a wine connoisseur by any means. I mean, I, I don't drink it out of a box. That's like the classiest thing I can say about myself. But this was dreadful. But you, so you get a free. Uh, you get a ticket for a free alcoholic beverage right. or a, um, yeah, you know, like you guys talked about. I had, after I took a sip of my daughter's Chardonnay and what she did is she poured it into the snow cone. That isn't shave ice. She poured it into a snow cone and then th- th- actually she enjoyed it. And then, um, <laughs> and I, I had the beer and I have to tell you though that the portions they give are generous in the drinks. I mean, I had a full glass. Yeah, of it was a regular. Beer. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So that, that was good. But otherwise, I, I couldn't even find where the coloring pages were. I saw them on the ground here and there. And that was it. And then they give you free popcorn. It clearly been sitting out. And that is it for 50 bucks. And then, oh, and you get your lanyard with the pin. And then we, they walked us out and they said, oh, you're not going to have to stand in line. 15 minutes later, we're still stand, standing in the sun in line waiting. Oh, wow. And yeah, I that- thought, okay, that's not right. Yeah. That's so, so not uh, good. Yeah. yeah, that's not what. Yeah, we didn't that did, that's not that. what happened with us. Yeah. So anyway, and then and then we sat down and I we saw Frozen, and um, Carol d- hated it. Absolutely hated it. I Why? was n- I was not impressed. Um, it the audience until she belted out the song, Elsa. The audience wasn't engaged. It, I thought it was, you know, the, the clapping they did was the polite, like, you know, golf clap. If you watch golf on television, right. that kind of, yeah. the, 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 they were not enthusiastic. Now, had you, you'd it. seen it before, right, Michael? Or No, this is my first time. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. And, you know, I, I'm okay. Disney, I'm giving you your pat on the back that you're progressive in the racially blind casting. But you know what? When Anna goes from being Caucasian to Asian to black, all in the three twirls of a door. Okay, that affects the continuity of the story and the staging. And I am not sure if young children are going to be able to figure out, is this the same character? You know, at least keep them the same race. They did that with Elsa. They did it with Christopher. He's a little Asian boy, grows up to be a tall, strapping, young African-American man. And I know this is probably easier for them in casting. But, um, and then, and then you see young Kristoff dancing in the chorus line afterwards. And I would think that would really confuse kids too. So I, I was very unimpressed with it, but the voices were all excellent. And I thought they all did a good job of acting. Um, but you know, if this is the, they did nothing to enhance the story or uh, Aladdin, at least, first of all, you were engaged, but Aladdin did something that was, that made that telling of the story unique just as they did with beauty and the beast the stage version just as they did with a little mermaid the stage version next week we're seeing the north american debut of hunchback the notre dame and i already know they they changed that this just pop in the dvd folks and watch it because that's it's exactly the same they've done nothing creative with the story um it's I I have no desire to see this ever again, except to take our granddaughter. Um, I I thought it, I know whatever was going to follow Aladdin was a tough act to follow, but 
I just thought, you know, they did it by the book with this one. I enjoyed at over at Princess Fantasy Fair, I enjoyed that retelling of Frozen a thousand times better than this one. And um and I enjoy Mickey and the Magical Map way more than I enjoy Frozen. So I, I cannot recommend it so, at all. So unless you have a little girl. So and, and then she'll love it. So anyways. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so otherwise, I was a trip. Okay, I have to time out. Uh-huh. Now, I thought okay. I was supposed to be the negative and grumpy. <laughs> that comment no, you've about changed. Uh, that, you've changed. Well, I guess I. Well, I've been. I've been in. Re, uh, uh, I guess. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, I went to a, a nice spa for two weeks Emo- and emotional rehab. Yeah. Emotional rehab, and obviously, I gave some of that to Michael because that line about the union thing was amazing. I'm just saying, I I appreciated it. I loved it. That part of me really enjoyed that. So, oh well, thank you. But anyway, but um, yeah, I and you know, and I'm seeing what the Chatterati's saying. The casting was secondary. The show story, the book was dull. It was exactly the same as the movie. They didn't try to break out of that box. They didn't try to break out of the DVD cassette box. Um, it could be that maybe I'm just less, I have less experience seeing shows and stuff, but that didn't bother me at all. I just enjoyed watching the show on stage. I enjoyed it. it the characters didn't bother me. I know it bothers some people that, you know, they have the, the blind casting, but it, it didn't even. I, I don't mind the blind casting, but they need, they need to be consistent. If you want Elsa to be. Asian and you want Anna to be African American, I have no problem with it, but do it through every, as they grow up. Every person performing them should be the same ethnicity for that, the continuity I mean, I think, of the story. <clears throat> I think it's worth t- uh, mentioning to them, Michael, because uh, I can see how that would break the, the concentration. Like, if it's distracting enough that you notice it, then how can you enjoy the show? Because you're too busy paying attention. Not you personally, the general you. Yeah. So and and I, I was just more focused on just why go to this when I can watch the film at home. You know, I mean, it, it was nothing different. So the, I mean, they they in, they put in some extra dancing, like in on the in summer, and then they turned um, so love's an open no not love's the other one the duet. Added mm-hmm. some dancing, num- you know, breaks in there, yeah. but they did really nothing to enhance the show, like you said, uh, you know, and the the trolls. <sighs> that to me, that's like the weakest part of the movie, and it's even worse in the in the live live version. I mean, yeah, they 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 didn't stage the trolls well. I I don't they but they have an hour, and from what I understand. The, sh- the original show was longer mm-hmm. and they've been trying to cut it back because they are sensitive to the fact, from what I understand, that this is an hour show. Yeah. You have to rush in and get your fast pass. Then you're waiting an hour outside because I, I can see where you do want to sit in certain sections of the theater to see some of the effects. And the effects are impressive, especially um, the way they've done the projection mapping on yes. on, on some of the characters. Yeah. Um, but again, that's not that's not enough to get me to go again to see this. <laughs> so anyway, but so that's it. We did have premium high tea to design hotel. It was, it was, 
exquisite. It was lovely. And uh, everything you guys said about it was absolutely true. We, I, Carol and I can't recommend it enough. It is a splurge. See, and, and the Hound of the Baskervilles there Aww. agrees with me. Yep. And, yep, she um, sure knows. And, she loves and a good tea. Anyway, it was lovely. The service was great. We, we've had high tea several times at the Grand Floridian. So I'm now all the Walt Disney Worlders who get upset that I say Disneyland's better than Walt Disney World, even though I sometimes say the Disney World attraction's better than Disneyland. Um, it's, it's vastly superior to the tea that they do at the Grand Floridian. And, um, okay, we're going to call it the premium classic tea because they're saying not high tea in the chat room. Cause I think is high, cause somebody was saying high tea includes like food, food and the oh, regular okay. tea is just sandwiches. I don't know that, but I think that's what I, they're I, talking I about. I think the menu you showed said classic, classic afternoon tea. So, oh, okay. But it's yeah. the premium. Yeah, we got the premium, premium one. Premium, which so we includes had, the alcohol, right? Yeah, and yeah. a salad. Oh, really? As mm-hmm. well. A, a very that tasty very salad. Tasty. And so so there was food. There were a lot of sandwiches. And, you know, you look at it and think, oh, this isn't much food. It fills right. you up. It right. really does. We <laughs> didn't, we didn't have dinner. We canceled our dinner reservations because we were so full. I, I ended up having a corn dog. <laughs> oh, by the way, now, I, they, uh, annual pass holder discount at the Red Wagon Inn now. Really? Red Wagon, yeah. Mm-hmm. They've... Okay. I, oh. I, I Last time I had one there, they weren't taking my discount. Yeah, yeah. So I, You never know. I mean, you really never know on, on some of those counter, yeah. counter-ish service places. Yeah, yeah they were well, asking. Well, it's whatever on the system or not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they they've now money, set up. So. They've set up a cash register station there now. So I think now they're hooked into the system. So they're not called. They're not basically not outdoor vending anymore, which is yeah. what it, they well, were on I, the outdoor vending system. Yeah, and I think I mentioned a month or so ago that I was told now that the rule is, if you can purchase a full meal at that location, exactly, then, then, then they offer the discount. So right, and technically it is a full meal because it's a corn yeah. dog. I, I, chips, I got apple yeah. slices. They had chips, and then yeah. I got a bottled water. Yeah. So, so um, anyway. but um, in, in, Anything else you want to mention, Michael? Yeah, yeah. Paint the night. We went there on Friday, and and it looked wonderful. They had everything back. and They even had the, the three large figures from oh, did they? Opening okay. of World of Color. I thought, oh, oh great. They're going to go out in a blaze of glory Saturday. I don't know what happened backstage. They were having costume issues on Friday. They actually had technicians on Main Street. We watched it from... Um, you know, in front of Gibson Girl, uh-huh. and and um, they they had technicians um, there. Like one of the, uh, I don't know what those things are that dance around in uh, f- with the Lightning McQueen one. I always think they look like jukeboxes. Oh, the cars. It, yes, okay, yeah, yeah. But they they um, a couple of their costumes went out, and they seemed to be linked. And um, they they went off to the side, and there was a technician there, and he got them working again. Then one of the jellyfish for Ariel went out. And they could, again, he went right back to the same technician. They pulled him out and they couldn't fix his. So they just walked him off stage. And, um, but Saturday night, Uh-oh. there were three floats missing. Wow. Oh, Anna was missing also on Friday. That wasn't a big what? deal. But, um, but the, um, the, um, the, my dominatrix pixies, the highlight for me, right. were gone. Then Tinkerbell float was gone. The, um, the drum was gone. 
that was specially made for That's crazy. You know, our version. Then the three big characters, Lumiere, you know, Tigger, Genie, they were gone. Mm-hmm. And oh. so, and some of the um, dancers are gone, but Anna was back. But the, then they had a spacing issue because, you know, the, um, you know, the music is timed to the floats. Some of it comes from the floats, but some of it is broadcast. Yeah. So they had to have much larger spaces uh-huh. between the floats, but they didn't quite time it right. So sometimes towards the end, we were hearing we were looking at one um, sequence, but hearing the music for the next sequence or the previous sequence. So it's, um, so it was, yeah, it was really weird. I I thought, wow, this thing is just limping its way out the door. You know, I I think I'm going to go down um, on the Monday and watch the, watch watch the the last official or the last scheduled you know, they might it. be down the one parade and a, and a janitor yeah. with lights on his. Um, <laughs> Are you talking about the fifth of September? Down. Is the last schedule? Yes, yes. Yeah, we're going to see it on the fourth and the last, the last um, Disney on Forever. Okay, the fireworks I'll be there were the great. Then. Fireworks were great, and then um, maybe I'll, maybe I'll Facebook Live it or something. Well, yeah. oh, see, I was gonna I was gonna page. try my first thing at try at periscoping, but then when I saw half the parade was gone, that was <laughs> it. And and then finally, I have I have a follow up to your review, of the Annabella. Um, you know, I I I really want to like this place. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. And um, and it's just they're so inconsistent. The the service at the 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 young men who are the valets or bellhops or whatever they're called these days, and and the front desk, everybody fantastic. Then you you go out into the jungles. Of where the rooms are. Uh-huh. And it is so inconsistent out there. Um, in our room, we were supposed to have concierge level. Well, basically, we had a king-size bed. We had a big room. Too bad they d- didn't want to fill it with furniture. And then we, um, <laughs> and then we had a, uh, a queen-size bed. So that was for our daughter. And it was like in its own alcove. And then we had, um, and there was a couch and this one chair that was like from 1960 Star Trek, just sitting in there at the desk. And then, uh, and then the bathroom where they think nobody takes anything into the bathroom because we have no shelf space. Um, anyway, but, um, so what we had in there, first of all, we got in, we had one bar of soap for three people for two days. That's all they gave us. Um, they, uh, you know, they had the three bottles of products there. Two of them were, um, bath gel and one was conditioner did have, did you pick up on the one that was missing <laughs> <laughs> luckily i bring my own um i bring my own uh shampoo with me because you know uh, uh, only, only certain shampoo can touch my lovely right right yes. golden Your hair lovely luxes. and then um they're, they're supposed to give you free water they didn't do that um but then the perfect thing is the stopper in the sink basin didn't work so you know in this drought you know, you had to keep water running, but the stopper in the ba- in the bathtub made up for it because it wouldn't stay up. So if you showered, basically you're practically up to your knees in dirty water by the time you were done. So I had to I had to manually drain it so that everyone after me could take showers, and um, and I guess they didn't like the deadbolt on the inside door because somebody ripped literally ripped it off. Jeez. The door. And, and all of that. So we went and had a little chat with them and they were very nice. And, um, 
they fixed the shower. They fixed the two stoppers. I said, that's that's what I want. I said, at least fix the stoppers. Right. And they did, but then they caused a drip in the bathtub. <laughs> so maybe and, it is the time time to tear this and, place down. And and they only brought enough towels for two people rather than three. So, oh my gosh! So they said that they've hired. They were very nice management, and they said that they've hired somebody um, who has experience in sort of uh, in guest room continuity. And so, because the, they realize that there are issues and they're going to address them. And when I asked, um, when I asked somebody for, uh, hey, what's the story? I'm, you know, do you have a closing date yet or not? They don't have an official statement yet. And I told them, it might be a good idea if you got one. Right. Um, because one person said, we don't know. We haven't been given a date. And I thought, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I, I've worked in the corporate world. I know how that is. You'll just walk in one day and there'll be a sign on the door yeah. saying so long and then um, and then and then another woman who obviously didn't like her answer said we're not going anywhere we're going to be here forever and I just thought okay have you fine. not read the papers I know so anyway so that was it so um, and there there were a lot of Asian tour groups in the park and um, they um, they they really don't care if you um, if they're in your way <laughs> nope. Their their idea of the space bubble is very different than the Western yeah, idea well, of the space this, bubble. Well, this th their idea of like people people need to pass through here. That, that they also have a different concept of that. Like there was an enormous group, and they were in the middle of Main Street, literally curb to curb. Well, Carol's on her scooter, and so you know we need to go down Main Street. And everybody else could get up on the sidewalk, and that's what they were doing. And I, I kept saying, excuse me, excuse me, let us through. And, and they wouldn't. They wouldn't budge. And I literally took person by the shoulder and moved them. And then finally, they got the idea. Wow. And, um, and then we were talking to some people who went and saw Mickey and the Magical Map. And we got to talk, Carol got to talking to them. They, they were an older Asian couple and they got to talking to them. Um, and they'd been to all the international parks and they said, Oh, it, wait till you go to the Chinese parks. They said, it's unreal. Just prepare yourself. Cause she said they will literally push you in the bushes to get by you. And she said, and the parks, the park is a mess because they don't, they just throw everything on the ground. So. So, so all you dizzers who are, who are going in October 2017 there, just be prepared <laughs> for yeah. culture shock. Yeah, really. So anyway, but overall, we had a great time. <laughs> you know, the cast members are fantastic at Disneyland. Uh, um, you know, it's it's time for the 60th to end. The banners yeah. have finally faded. <laughs> you know, um, there's lots and lots of merchandise still on the shelves, all of which I saw in the Florida outlet stores. And yeah. um you know, and all that. So. The diamonds have turned to cubic zirconia. Yeah, really. <laughs> all right. Any other housekeeping? Did anybody see the rumor? And I need you, Southern California people, to start checking Costco um, about the supposed California Adventure only annual pass. What? Hmm. There's oh, a rumor bizarre. that Costco is going to be carrying a California Adventure only annual pass with a bunch of blockout dates. But that it's only going to be good for, um, for California Adventure. So keep an huh. eye out. But I only is it worth fifty dollars? Yeah, right. I don't know what. I you know I I mean if the only way I could see that working is if maybe they brought back 
Mad Tea Party? Maybe it includes that Frozen Fun Festival. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Then it might be worth it. So, anyway, keep an eye out on that. Um, All right, let's head over to Tony with this week's news. Okay, I had it up so long ago, but now I'm good. Well, no, I don't know. This is me just... There's pills for that, Tony. Yeah, right. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. So Michael is quite the guy today. When you get an hour of sleep, this is what you get. <laughs> we should have this every week. So, <laughs> Good turn. the Airbnb pick, pick. saga. Stay, uh, now, were you on when we talked about that Airbnb is already is suing them? Yeah. I, 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 okay. I reported okay. that. Okay. Yeah. You, so, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, so you heard the, I only you heard show up. Part, right. I only go on the air if there's an Airbnb story. Like I'm, in, yeah. I'm like the investigative reporter only on Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. So they waited for me to come back, and now there's another story. So, short-term rental owners, including former councilwoman Gail Eastman, have sued Anaheim over the city's new regulations on short-term rentals of homes, which will eventually ban the popular practice. The lawsuit was filed in Orange County Superior Court and called the stepped-up laws unlawful and asks that they be overturned. Talmadge Price, a short-term rental owner, said Wednesday that the new laws are overly restrictive. We face no other option, said Price, who owns seven properties in Anaheim. We tried everything we could to avoid bringing a lawsuit. I feel like the story is just so old with these lawsuits that I just <laughs> yawn. I just couldn't resist You're it. bored. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, suing the city are five short-term rental owners, two real estate companies, and the Anaheim Rental Alliance, a nonprofit group that has owners of 200 short-term rental properties as members. Mike Leister, the city's spokesman, said Anaheim officials understand the concerns of the homeowners, but we believe the actions taken by our city council to regulate short-term rentals in Anaheim are legally valid. Last month, the city council decided to ban, effective in 18 months, owners from renting out their homes to vacationers for 30 days or fewer. Popular home-sharing platforms, Airbnb and HomeAway, are also each suing the city for another ordinance the council passed, that I reported earlier, that would require the websites to remove listings the city has not permitted or face fines starting at $500 for each violation that could reach $2,000. Those lawsuits say the city is violating the First Amendment. <coughs> oh, sorry. I just, okay, yawned. I coughed. I don't know what's next once I get to the next paragraph. So yeah, no, everybody be I'm on the lookout. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of scared too. Um, okay, I put I put a, a plastic cover over my computer just in case. Yeah, thanks. Um, until the ban takes place, short-term rental owners must ensure the properties are quiet overnight, provide neighbors with a contact who can respond within 45 minutes, and limit occupancy. A four-bedroom home, for example, can't have more than 11 staying there. I kind of agree with the last one. Short-term rentals have become a divisive issue in Anaheim, Orange County, and nationwide. I'm going to disagree with the nationwide. I don't think it is nationwide a problem, but okay. Um, as cities with popular tourist destinations such as beaches or theme parks try to grapple with how the home-sharing economy and residents can coexist in harmony. Uh, same stuff as before. Residents have complained that the homes are many motels and that some vacationers hold all-night rowdy parties, which I think is total garbage, in my own personal opinion. Philip neighborhood, yeah, especially in Anaheim. Yeah, yeah. Philip neighborhood. Yeah, and I've been around that area of Anaheim. There's a lot more all-night rowdy parties based on the people that live there, rather than I'm. Just, I'm I mean, it could just be that's where the all-night rowdy parties are. But anyways. Um, short-term rental owners say they've invested heavily in eyesore properties, increased the value of surrounding homes. They say the income from the rental properties in just one year has been through a million dollars in taxes to city coffers 
Just like hotel guests, visitors pay 50% bed tax. What? So, there you go. Another lawsuit. Yeah, it should be interesting to see how... And I don't think they've even responded to the first and one. And I so. honestly believe that it's not the homeowners. I'm looking at... I just... I, The fact that they all are wearing the same shirt from the, the original problem... And all no, that, we're, we're I'm just, I feel like I really believe I have no investigative <laughs> ideas. My own personal skeptical oh, right, opinion right, right. is that it's the hoteliers who got their the workers origi- the orig- yeah. to yeah. wear these shirts and complain and whatever. Because the original protest. Yeah, because you're going to lose your jobs yeah. over this. But yeah. um, interesting. I like. I'm okay with them like not liking it and all that. I just think the excuse. I, I mean, again, I'm not there with binoculars late at night seeing who's doing the rowdy parties. Right. Um, yeah, I know. But, um, and that, the, the van that says, you know, delivering pizza. But, um, yes. I just don't believe that that's the reason. I'm okay with them trying to ban them. Right. I just right. don't believe the re- families that are. If, if you're gonna, if you're gonna ban them, you say we're banning them because this is a resort district and we need to support our hotels. If that's the yeah. reason. Or, or the old homeowner saying, we don't want this next to us. But the idea, I just, they're mostly families. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Nancy, you had met. I was going to say, even, I must admit, though, I've been in DVC rentals when somebody rents it for someone else and, and their kids come and... And, you know, so, I mean, you can get situations where a family rents it, uh, you know, like parents rent it for their kids, for their college students for a trip. And then you get all kinds of problems and chaos and, you know, the ambulance comes and the water leaks. and. Okay, this isn't Animal House. This isn't a movie. Like, no, I I was woken up at I was woken up at two in the morning at a DVC property. In Florida, because somebody's grandchildren were staying under their points, and they had a wild party, and they overflowed the bathtub two units, two floors above us, and it was coming down through all the units, and they evacuated us all, and some kid was drunk in the bathtub, and they had to take him out on an ambulance. So now, you know what's interesting is because as someone who lives in hotels basically now, that is the one thing that does bother me is the party thing. Why can't they just, like, all these places say no parties? Done. Because people will still rent them for their kids. Because that's just what people do. Drunkards. With their grandkids. (laughs) No, it's just one of those things. I I mean, how many... You were were a kid once. I was actually... I'm just saying. I I have to be perfectly honest. I kind of didn't do that kind of stuff, but... That's okay. Well, I was probably more. But I, mean, I would have been still, more likely to be the grandparent that. that rented out the, the the hotel. I mean, rather than I wouldn't have been invited to the party. Let's just let's just put it that way. No problems. Nobody cry. Let's keep going. Next story. Okay. Okay. <laughs> more details emerge on Disneyland's parking structure expansion. Last week, Disney filed plans and announced that they would be building a brand new seven-story parking structure that will add 6,800 new spaces on the area where the Pumbaa lot currently is. Disney revealed with its grand plans for the Eastern Gateway that its current transportation hub for hotel shuttles will close and a new hub will be built adjacent to the structure, as well as a pedestrian bridge 
I've been waiting my whole life for one of these pedestrian bridges like Vegas here to transport guests over Harbor Boulevard. The pedestrian bridge will be on the current spot where Carousel Inn is, which Disney bought in spring 2015 for $32 million. Most importantly, visitors staying in hotels or motels on Harbor Boulevard will not have to access the Eastern Gateway in order to get to Disneyland. Concerns were brought up with the plans because a permanent security checkpoint was visible before the pedestrian bridge, leading many to speculate that off-site guests would only have access through the Eastern Gateway, making those hotels less desirable. However, there will be another security point on Harbor, but plans are still being developed. Furthermore, the hotels and motels on Harbor won't have backside access to the Eastern Gateway. There will be a pedestrian pathway that leads to the Eastern Gateway at the Harbor and Disney Way intersection. Other details revealed were about the bridge itself. Disney plans on making the bridge very well disguised, like the pedestrian bridge. Many cross over in downtown Disney without ever noticing because of planters, hedges, and vendors. The walk from Eastern Gateway Security to the theme park's transportation hub will be approximately a half mile, with shuttles available for handicapped visitors. When asked about a monorail route change due to construction, Disney said it is unclear because the design for the new main entryway is still in progress. Look for the new Eastern Gateway to open in late 2018. And as someone who has the most the worst bearings of where things are, I have no idea. <laughs> like I'm just lost where all this is happening. Okay, uh, you know where Pizza Press is. Yes, and I have news about yeah, them. So say, uh, just to the left of Pizza or the hotel that's Carousel Inn, to the right? left of Pizza Press yeah. is the is, uh-huh. is where the bridge. That's the one that's and then the parking and, and that's and then the parking lot's going to go. And, Behind, oh, okay. all, behind all of those hotels. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the, like um, the, the like the industrial and those business mm-hmm. buildings behind. Okay. And and it's carousel is somewhat across from the cast member entrance drive to the backstage yeah. area. Yeah. Uh, Tomorrowland. So um but Pizza Press, I brought up a week or two ago on the show what's happening with Pizza Press, because even though it's in Tropicana, it's facing the the soon to be gone um, carousel. And we thought, well, it would be safe. Well, Pizza Press on their Facebook page um, posted on August 18th. Many of you have been inquiring about the future of our location in Anaheim, uh, across the way from Disneyland Parks. And then they have some stupid emoji. Um, the Pizza Press, <laughs> the, the one, Pizza Press will be staying at its. <laughs> the Pizza Press will be staying at its current location until April, and after that time, we will be looking to secure a site within the Anaheim Resort areas with an an a, a, a emoji that I think is a New Year's Eve horn. Um, keep a lookout for more updates. And then there's like three dozen hashtags. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, when Carousel closes, so is Pizza Press. Well, no, Carousel's closing in October. Right? Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it was April. Okay, yeah. Then Pizza Press, get it, get it while it's hot, gang, because they're good pizza. Mm-hmm. All right. Very cool. Any? Was there anything else in that story about? I don't, I'm trying to remember the if there were any other updates, but yeah. No, that. And I went to cool. the official right. news know, site, www.info.com. Right there, you go. All right. Thank you, Tony. Time for rapid fires. I will go first because I can. Um, we don't talk about Six Flags Magic Mountain a lot. Um, it's it's further away than knots. And what's what's the just the difference between say getting to Universal versus getting to Magic Mountain? I will find out. Magic Mountain's further, right? About another oh, yeah, twenty five to away. thirty minutes. Okay, all right. the five. That's what I figured. Um, but if you have a coaster fanatic in the family. 
Um, it would make a perfect day six adventure. Um, I say all that because coming up on September 1st, Six Flags will release their 2017 season passes. Um, no details yet, but this is typically the best price you're ever going to get on a 2017 pass. Um, usually they include the rest of the year, rest of 2016, plus like an upgrade on the 2017 pass. Um, it's just like, a, it's, it's a great deal and cheap. Uh, so if you're going to come a couple times, it, w- it would pay for itself. September 1st is also the day that Six Flags will announce any new rides for 2017. Uh, so keep an eye out for th- new things, new coasters at Magic Mountain or a Six Flags near you. Um, so I'm, I don't know. I didn't, I don't, didn't get one this year. I have in the past, but I, I may get another one because I want to, I want to ride, um, I only rode the Twisted Colossus once and I want to ride it again. I just drove past it today. It yeah. looks like they bought more land. There's so many roller coasters over there. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's it's like <clears throat> at one point it had the most coasters of any any theme park or any amusement park. So some great yeah, some great place. coasters. My favorite is uh, the Riddler. I love that one. The Rid- thats the one that you stand up in, right? Yes. Yeah, that's oh, a lot. That's a fun. Yeah. That's a fun one. Yeah. I like the Batman one too. I like the rid- what what I'll do on the Riddler is I will like bend my knees so I'm crouching down a little bit until they lock lock the seat and then stand up so you're not really sitting on the seat you're just standing like freestanding almost That's frightening. No, it's oh cool. my gosh, it's cool. So do you, do you get any airtime when you your feet? I, 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 I keep no, I, I keep my feet on the ground, but I, I think whatever is in my stomach would get airtime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we when we drove past there last weekend, um, the girls kind of looked at everything and went, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." <laughs> <laughs> We're just not. No, I'm yeah, like, no. okay, honey, not, that's fine. They're with not me. there yet. No. <laughs> All right, uh, Mary Jo. This is so cool for those of us who love Star Wars. Coming pretty soon to Hollywood, there's a canteen. It's going to be a temporary cantina, that's going to be a an immersive environment. Has a funny name. It's called the Scum and Villainy Cantina, Star Wars themed, um, and you'll be able to eat galactic de- delicacies, drink, spend time taking five million pictures and selfies, of course, uh, and probably Snapchat if you're into that. Um, each reservation at the Scum and Villainy Cantina will include two drinks of your choice, a souvenir pint glass, a Scum and Villainy challenge coin, and other surprises. When you, of course, uh, you don't have to make a reservation, but it's highly recommended. You'll get two hours inside the pop-up cantina, either from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., or 8.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m., or 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturday. Uh, they will allow walk-in customers from 11 p.m. to 2 o'clock a.m. And if you save your challenge coin, you can return during open seating and get in for free. So this is going to be a cool experience for us. I don't know where in Hollywood because they won't give us the, uh, I didn't see the address on here. And on the site itself, it just says coming soon. So it's that's going to be cool. So I think uh, next week they're going to be coming out with the schedule. Cool. Or the... Um, where we can um, get reservations. And then maybe they'll tell you where it's at. Yeah, maybe they'll tell you where it's the, at. The day of. But I love, can you imagine going, it's fully immersive, going in and 
and listening to that music and seeing all these Star Wars characters around you and everything, I really think I'm going to go to this. I know my daughter will go to this with her friends. So what about you guys? Would you be interested? Um, please, Luella's already buying us tickets. And she's got <laughs> yours in the thing already. Yes. So she knows that she knows to, to add three more onto her basket whatever day she can get. <laughs> nice. Thanks, Lola. I know because she gets into everything so so quickly. Well, you know what they say, what Lola wants, Lola gets. <laughs> oh, that's Luella. But what Luella Still, wants. Still, yes, Luella that's, wants that, Luella that's a gets. Mo- that's a movie reference, youngsters. Yes, yes, we know. Whatever I don't think Lola Mary Cho- wants, <laughs> Lola gets. Lola gets. Oh. That's uh, Damn Yankees, isn't it? Uh-huh. All right. Thank you, Mary Jo. Michael. All right. Well, um, I'm following up on a D23 event, uh, Destination D Amazing Adventures, that is taking place November 19th and 20th at the Disney's Contemporary Resort at Walt Disney World. Uh, I am going to this. And they've had some exciting announcements. Uh, just to let you know uh, what the D23 Destination D event is, it's sort of like a mini expo, D23 expo. Uh, they do have panels and everything they they have a focused theme and then they have all these different panels but the nice thing is you are guaranteed a seat and so you're not wandering around from room to room and and standing in lines for hours and hours i mean you ticket gets you a seat at every single one of the panels so um anyway so this is why I like this one. And this one, um, the theme this year is Amazing Adventures. And so some of the things that they have that I talked about before, Welcome to Adventureland, you're going to uh, look at um, uh, Disney artist Harper Goff's um, concepts for Disneyland and Walt Disney World and their Adventurelands, his art is incredible. Uh, there'll be tales from the Jungle Cruise. They're going to have a behind the scenes look at the recent holiday overlays at the jungle of the jungle cruises. And they're going to look at that jungle navigation company limited skipper canteen at Walt Disney world. I like the restaurant. Apparently I am the only one that seems to eat there. Um, the Disney Polynesian village resorts, 45th anniversary. So of course they're going to go back and look at all of that. Uh, they're going to look at some of the new attractions at Walt Disney world from Soren around the world to rivers of light. I'll be fascinated to see what they have to say about that. And, and, and also uh, on, attractions that are coming. Uh, Imagineers will talk about that. Uh, They're going to talk about uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom and its origins and how it evolved to the park it is today. They're uh, going to talk about Magic Journeys, 45 years of Walt Disney World Adventures. I know. Light up. uh, Light up your your doobie and go see that show, that film. And uh, (laughs) anyway... So they're they're going to talk about a lot of, uh, I think that's mainly uh, Adventures by Disney kind of thing. And then I'm really looking forward to the art and adventures of Mark Davis. And they're going to look at his, uh, he was a senior production designer and um, an Imagineer. Of course, he drew all our favorite villains, you know, and like um, uh, Maleficent and Cruella. But he also drew Tinkerbell. And so um, anyway, but they just announced even if you if that isn't enough to get you there they just announced that they're adding james cameron john landau and bob chapik to the uh to the roster so they're going to be talking all about um the um avatar 
and the and Joe Rohde's going to be there, going to be talking about Pandora, the world of Avatar, and they're finally going to unveil new details about this immersive twelve-acre land. They're also going to uh, so the rumor is they're going to announce the opening date. Um, plus, um, they're going to have they're going to be looking at Moana. Um, they're going to have the, uh, Jared Bush, who is the co-writer and co-director of Zootopia. We're going to look, they're going to look at the making of Moana and which I'm really looking forward to that. So anyway, so there's all kinds of other things going on there as well. And, uh, so if you're interested in going, uh, this is open to D23 Gold and Gold Family Mecker, uh, members. Tickets are on sale now. Um, for um, $190 each for members. To the general public, they're available at $250 each. You also get um, a special gift created for the event. So um, anyway, so I'll see you there. Michael, did you talk about the archives exhibit? The new? Oh, yeah, the archives exhibit. They Oh, they're going to have... Um, they're going to have a special exhibit, thanks, Tom, um, about Walt's greatest adventure. They're going to have um, photographs, props, and models that showcase Walt Disney's personal voyages, including his trip to South America in 1941, and also some of the things that he created for television, film, and theme parks, like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, one of my favorite live-action films. And also they are – oh, and you get to see the new – Ethan Allen, the, the furniture <laughs> manufacturer, is the um, – sponsor of the show and i thought how odd well that's um because they are going to just dis- they have a new line of disney home furnishings and they will have them there on display what if they have a mickey chair Ooh, well, it won't be as good as mine <laughs> mickey, and mickey actually sat his butt in mine um they also oh and also mickey's of glendale it wouldn't be a d23 event without mickey's of glendale being there the the walt disney imagineering store mm-hmm. so they'll be there as well yeah. All right. Thank you, Michael. Did, Nancy, did you find something? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, in fact, I have two things I want to mention. Well, I'll mention you, you can one. Have one. Well, <laughs> the one is just a, a, a kind of a notification to, you know, the the Walt, the Disney Parks Moms panel. Oh, right, right, like right. It's huge for members on our Dis boards. And yeah. they've just announced that the search for the new panelists begins September 7th. Mm-hmm. Now, we've had Dizzers on the Moms panel before. And certainly, we'd love to have Dizzers on the Moms panel again. Um, this is your chance to give everybody advice all the, and give them all the secrets to Disneyland that you ever wanted. Um, so apply. Consider applying. It's a really kind of interesting process. I applied one year many, many, many years ago. Um, and it's, it's pretty darn cool. And it is not just for moms. There are, there have been dads on the panels and they have, you know, run Disney moms. They have cruise line moms. So er, there are niches for everything Disney. So that's a big, huge thing. And then my, my other, I think I need to start a class action lawsuit against the moms panel. Uh Oh, why for the dads? Well, no, there aren't. I know, but they still call it the moms panel. It's true. Well, maybe you just have to be gender fluid. (laughs) Well, you're a stay-at-home mom, technically. Yeah, right. Thanks, yeah. I mean, really. The the other thing I wanted to quick mention (laughs) is that um, they have a new ticket type for uh, Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights. You know, they finally announced American Horror Story as the theme for the final maze. Mm -hmm. So the seven mazes are The Exorcist, The Walking Dead, Freddy vs. Jason, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween 2, Krampus, and The American Horror Story. Um, 
they the only thing left for them to announce is the theme of the terror tram and they did announce that um the Jabber, Jabberwockies live show that they did last year is going to be back um but they have a new ticket it's called the after 2 p.m. day night combo ticket oh okay it will let you into the park after 2 p.m. for daytime and then you can enjoy the the or, you know, all the nighttime stuff. Um, they also, as a reminder, they have a frequent fear pass for multiple Halloween Horror Nights. Uh-huh. So you can find those on the Universal Studios Hollywood. Don't they clear out the park, though, between? Well, I'm sure they do probably like what they do for the Disney parties is they give you a wristband. and. I, I'm trying to remember, Michael. Do you remember if there were people in the park already when the... I think they were, but um, I think they were they were weeding them out because they didn't have the wristbands okay, on. Okay. But um, yeah. I would I would go because I would like to, just to see the American Horror Story one. I like that series. Yeah, they, it, uh, apparently they must be focusing on the uh, circus season because the ad has um, one of the clowns. Oh, oh, I know which one that is, too. Ooh, that'd be creepy. <laughs> that was, a, I mean, that was a creepy season just from the, the posters, just with the twin, the, you know, the two-headed lady and, mm-hmm. and all that. So, oh, um, actually it's gonna, um, the note I have here says it's blending scenes from three of the show's most popular seasons, Murder House, Freak Show, and Hotel. I'm, I haven't finished watching Season Hotel. one, season four, and season five. Those, those, those would all be perfect for, for yeah, uh, something like Halloween Horror Nights. So, you won't catch me there? Sorry? They did, however, send an email out to all annual pass holders um, with special price tickets for annual pass holders, too. So, I got that in my inbox the other day, as well as I'm sure that some of mm-hmm. you also did. Um, speaking of scary things... I. I think Mary Jo and I are going to be at Knott's on Thursday night to hear what this year's mazes at Knott's Scary Farm are going to be. So that should be fun. That should be a lot of fun. Yep. I'll be a scared. All right, uh, Tony. All right, San Diego. It's time for, I think, it's the fourth annual rapid fire for me on this one. But <laughs> it's October, but this time we're actually giving people the ability to, like, plan instead of telling you, like, Yay. October 5th. So, it's Kids Free October. There's 100-plus kids offers if you go to sandiego.org. Some of the specific ones are museums. Okay, so basically any museum the kids can go into. Um, There's other um, free... There's free hotel deals. There's tons of kids free attractions, and I'm going to highlight some of them. Which I had, but then I started seeing that there were museums... There's all these crazy museums. There's amazing museums that I didn't realize that they had like uh well there's a train museum Belleville park has a good one but i a good one like i've been there um but um includes the, oh it includes the midway it includes um oh, wow. yeah so like really good deals that's now my page won't load so i'm just gonna leave it at that because it's i remember back when rapid fires were rapid so um back in the old yeah, days yeah back in the old days so yeah check out sanigo.org and plan your vacation possibly accordingly because there's a lot of deals where kids are eating free at certain restaurants and hotels. If you really wanted to, you could probably make it so that you don't have to pay for hardly anything for your kids if you go there. So go ahead and take it. Look at San Diego.org. Hashtag day six. There you go. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. 
Uh, for those of you listening live, stick around for some tips for the older Mouseketeers in the group. Otherwise, that what? That is going to. It's t- not just for the olders. It's for the we're honoring grandparents. I'm, you're not. You're, 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 can be as young as thirty. You're not getting a I'm, second segment out of this. All right, wait. my mouse scooter. Uh, I'm trying to do the math. Grandparents thing. can. St- I knew a thirty-year-old grandmother. We don't need to discuss that. No, I don't want to. All right. Know, but it happens. Wow. That is going to do it for this segment of the Design Plug. Be sure to catch all of our other Design Plug podcasts this week, and of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember. Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. <laughs>